You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. Hey, welcome everybody to another episode of Tales from the Bar Side. I'm your host, Remy, along with my lovely co-host, Lauren. Lauren. And we've got a very special guest tonight. Welcome everybody, the angry bartender. Hi, everybody. Cheers and applause. Thank you so much for uh, deciding to join us on Tales Thank from you the for Bar having Side, me. Angry Bartender. <laughs> You're welcome. Uh, so we hear that this is, this is your first podcast, first podcast ever, huh? Uh, yes, this actually is. Excellent. Happy to uh, help pop, pop that cherry and do it the right way. I mean, what better <laughs> show to be on? <laughs> I mean, kind of be gentle, I think, I guess. We will. Yeah. Lauren's not so much. Me, I'm gentle. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Throwing me under the bus already. At least. Right. Well. You're the just, one who's spit, just spit on it, okay? <laughs> it's going to be fine. All right. This is going to be awesome. Uh, welcome to the show. So your fans, you've got lots of fans out there, and nobody knows who you are or what you look like, hence the bunny mask. That's why we donned masks tonight, too. No, this to is this in, is how uh, I look. This is how I look. Camaraderie with All the time. Is that how you bartend yeah, this with is the it. bunny mask on? This is fine. <laughs> it's, uh, it's weird, but, uh, you know, my employers decided to accept it. It's, it's who I am. It's 2020, and I identify as a bunny, so they can go fuck themselves. <laughs> <laughs> we love it. Uh, identify with however you want to. Um, so we want to get to know you a little bit, though, Angry Bartender. We want to find out a little bit about you, a little bit about uh, what got you into bartending and why you love bartending, why you're so angry. We need to know, like, your fans need to know these things. <laughs> so we're going to ask you some of those questions. <laughs> okay, what do you want to hit first? Um... All right. Uh, Lauren, you want to go first? Sure. Um, so one of the questions that we really want to know is if you have a night off and you have a pocket full of cash, what kind of places could would people end up seeing you at? Like you're, you know, nightclub person? Uh, definitely not a nightclub. We're going to we're going to rule that straight out. <laughs> um, you're, you're not going to dance to today's hits and, unfortunately uh, <laughs> i'm not uh also because of like 20 years in a bar i'm kind of deaf in my left ear and i can't hear out of the right one so that's pretty much out the window anyway with the loud music yeah um i'm probably going to a small local bar perfect but, little neighborhood joints little dive bar little place yeah. where people know you you know the bartenders you're gonna I mean, have a good that's, time. that's the thing you're gonna end up going where you're gonna go where your friend is so Right. Um, you might, this is weird. You might catch me at kind of a chain joint because if you give me money, I kind of feel like (laughs) I have to go in there and give you money. Oh, that's good. So you're like all about going around and helping out your fellow bartenders, regardless of where they're working at. Pretty within reason. Sure. (laughs) (laughs) Right. (laughs) Like, ah, you're working at Applebee's again. I gotta go in there and see you. Yep. All right. I was about to be like, won't catch me at an Applebee's. That shit's not going to happen. Is it bad? That that was going to be my go-to. I was like, well, I mean, as long as you don't work at Applebee's, that's right. Really cool. But <laughs> I mean, oh, there Long are Island's my ass. You can get cheap booze there, that's for sure. Uh, but I'd rather the uh, two dollar can of PBR at my local like dive bar myself. You know, cheap whiskey, Fair cheap enough. beer. That sounds good to me. <laughs> Fair enough. I'm kind of like an um, all over the place kind of person, so I'll go everywhere. Where the party is at, you know, like let's let's go have a good time. Like karaoke, cool. Uh, dive bar, perfect. If my friends are working at a chain restaurant, awesome. I'm just happy to be hanging out. You know? <laughs> yeah, I mean, love that stuff. There's nowhere I won't go. Yeah, right. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> same. 
<laughs> right to you want to give me whiskey like that's cool <laughs> okay so you're a whiskey drinker that's good to know all right we all love whiskey definitely in good company right now because i'm a whiskey fan love the okay. whiskey <laughs> yeah speaking of which uh, so, uh, our first shot of the evening that sounds I like a good idea <laughs> you're gonna have to do it the straw yeah <laughs> hold on i got all right, let me know when you're ready. We're going to do this thing. Cheers, Angry Bartender. Cheers, Cheers Angry Bartender. Good times. Oh. All right. So I, had, I so. had to do it out of the straw last time, and it doesn't get any less weird. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> what types of bars do you like working at? Do you prefer working at the small bar oh, or man. do you prefer working at a place that like is crazy busy and you're going to make a ton of money because it's just like balls to the wall slammed with customers? Or would you rather just be like at a cool place that's chill and everybody knows you and like you're just giving good service to people that you're friends with? Honestly, after all the years and all the different places, I would much rather work at a place that I don't want to go to. I would rather just go to a nightclub and pump out 500 fucking drinks a night. And if you don't tip me a dollar on my drink, cool story, bro, because you're not going to get one later. And I don't really give a fuck. Because I have 400 other people to wait on. Because, like, honestly, damn, man, consistency-wise, you want to work at, like, a local spot. But, man, it is as mentally taxing as it is physically taxing at those places. And then on top of it, you're you're kind of the mayor, and you're running around, and you're kissing babies, even on your night off, because it's usually the place (laughs) you want to go. And, like, it's it's just, like, it's too much on my wallet and my liver. (laughs) I miss it's, I miss literally just serving 400 fucking people in one night and being like, I don't know yeah. that guy, but fuck him. He's got a stupid face. Exactly. <laughs> like, I, I don't even have time to bullshit with you, bro. Just like, what do you want? What do you want? What do you want? As fast as I can. And then you're pounding, you're counting a pile of cash at the end of the night. Exactly. That's good stuff. I mean, yeah. And like, you're not going to go hang out there if you got an item. I mean, also generally you, you have a door staff to deal with bullshit there. Right. You know, yeah. like when, you, when you're, when you're at a local spot, Oh, there's a fight. Well, fuck, I guess it's my turn to break it up. (laughs) (laughs) Have you ever had to like jump the bar to get out of like, get somebody out of a fight? Um, In my younger days, I have jumped over the bar, but I had a really stupid coworker that that was his move. Anytime he could use the jump the bar, (laughs) he would jump the bar. Finally, one day he jumps the bar and somebody catches him and throws him into a table. Yeah, That is insane. So Whoops. after that, after that, jumping the bar was was kind of taken out of the repertoire. Right. No more of that. I think I've only jumped the bar like one time. And then after that, people were like, don't jump the bar. Because I'm not very scary. They're like, fuck you. They just like push me down and keep running. Like, oh, okay. <laughs> well, try to break up a fight dressed as a bunny. Jesus. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, like, honestly, though, the, it's, it's still sort of like it sucks breaking a fight up. But at the end, it's kind of fun because you're like, holy fuck, I did that. Right. <laughs> and something to talk about at the end of the night with your coworkers. Right. Thanks for a good story. It, I mean, generally, yeah, it gives me a reason to do more shots. Yeah. Uh, I had a kid one time. I didn't jump over the bar, but I sternly walked out from behind the bar and got right <laughs> in his face. You know, it's like, I didn't have to jump. I just kind of walked out there like, what the fuck did you just call me? And he turned around and walked away before it got physical. So that was... Uh, <laughs> It could have been a better story. If you would have taken a swing at me, it would have been a great story. Um, 
I think we kind of know just from the few minutes of talking to you, like why you're so angry, but uh, tell us in your own words, why so angry? Why the why angry, so angry bartender? It's, it's a great name, I, but I why? think, I think, uh, I think the people take it the wrong way where they're like, why do you hate your job? I'm like, man, I don't hate my job. I really like my job, but God, I hate fucking people. <laughs> and I don't hate most people. Right. Buddy right. Of mine, uh, a buddy of mine went to the Woodstock, the one that uh, I like 98, 99, the one I got set on fire. Sure. You know, the one that was set on fire by people. Um, <laughs> right. And he was like, this number might be wrong. He was like, 130,000 people, 10,000 assholes. So he's I'm like, right. He's like, 8% of the people will ruin it for everyone else. That's true, yeah. Fucking people, <laughs> man. Like, like, no, I'm not going to hook you up. And that wake's creepy. And I don't care that you know the owner. Please give him a call. If you fire me, you're doing me a service. I've been trying to get fired for right. three years now. <laughs> Somehow she was I just at my job. Like, even I had never been fired angry. from a job before. I had never been fired from any kind of work before until I got into the service industry. And now I've been fired <laughs> from a dozen. And it's still the only kind of job I've ever been fired. Everything I'm else actually, is totally fine. I've actually never been fired. But like That's, I just it's, at this point, I feel like Willy Wonka, like the real one, not Johnny Depp, where like the kids are doing things and you're like, hey, if you do that, I'm going to throw you out or you're going to get arrested. And they do it. And you're like, no, please stop. No. Right. <laughs> please. Okay. So that. Amanda watching says that she has a pretty good epic jumping the bar story. She got to <laughs> choke slam the same dude twice. So that's pretty oh, good. I think that's a good, good story. You, <laughs> good job, Amanda. We're proud of you. <laughs> that's yeah, awesome. I'm like it. The same guy twice. Like, how bad does he feel? Exactly. Okay, so we know that you're the angry bartender. We know why you're angry. Now tell me, are you angry behind the bar too? Or do you like put on the extra nice face and be um, nice? I'm less angry now. Okay. But uh if, if, you, if, if you, oh yeah, oh I and it's I actually feel bad for those people because when I, when it happens, oh hold on, <laughs> you have servants and everything. <laughs> Time for shots. Time Cheers, for guys. shots. Oh, I'll wait on you. I can wait on you. Oh, just oh. got to pour one real quick. There we go. I did come prepared. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh shit! I, I, I have way too much. Yeah, there we go. I've got the end of this. Uh, half gallon so i guess i'll chug that with you guys oh cheers. fantastic cheers <laughs> thank you for having me money. um so believe me it's our pleasure we're like, excited to have you here i mean like the other night you would think now that places are reopening and and my buddy had the same problem they reopened before us and he was like man my first fucking night just some fucking asshole couldn't use his goddamn words and people yep. were like, you've been out of work for like six weeks and you're still mad at people. Right. Like, yeah. So like the other night, <laughs> everything, everything, everything was smooth and everything was fucking cool. Oh man. When, like when I chewed this fucking kid out though, like somewhere, <laughs> somewhere his mom woke up and started crying and she's like, like, they're like, what's going on? I was like, I don't know, but, but, but I, I did a disservice to the world and now I fucking feel it. I feel like my baby's in trouble right now. Yeah, like, man, when I let, like, it, it's funny because, like, I uh, I remember ripping into a, like, a kind of regular, but they were young, and they, they had that fucking, 
that mindset of like when they go too far, it's like, oh, fuck it. <laughs> and yeah. like I fucking just ripped into them in front of like three or four other bar managers for local spots. And they had never seen it before. And they were just <laughs> like, holy fucking shit. I've never seen you be mean to somebody. And my reply was like, wait, I wasn't being mean. That was honest. Yeah. <laughs> means fucking bad. I, I, that's just that's just me. Like that's just me not service industry. I could have picked him apart, but you know, I just put him in his place. I didn't make my try. These these kids with the sense of entitlement, or you know, older people with sense of entitlement. I remember one uh. time I was working at a small bar, and this older guy came in, lots of money. He's got his wife with him. Got a big pot belly. You could tell he's been eating good for years. You know, and he's obviously. <laughs> He's obviously drunk. He's like slurring his words and he sits down at my bar and he's like, you guys got that fucking, uh, what's it called? Malomi. I'm like, are you talking about Naomi? He's like, that's the shit. Give me a glass of that. I was like, I'm sorry, sir. I can't serve you. He's like, what the fuck do you mean? He's slurring. He's swearing. I can't serve you. And I'm, and I'm like, no, you're, you're obviously, you know, inebriated. I, I can't serve you. You're already drunk. I'm not drunk. And his wife starts flipping out. And he's like, well, let me talk to your manager. So, of course, who was the manager on duty that night? I was, <laughs> you know, half bartender, half manager, running the place, closing things down. I'm like, oh, absolutely, sir. I'll be right back. So I go and run a rack of glassware and, uh, you know, polish up something and go do something else. And then I come back to him and I'm like, uh, yes, sir, my help you. And he's like, I told you to get the fucking manager. I was like, I am the manager and now you can leave. And he's flabbergasted and falling all over. Oh, I've spent all kinds of money. I'm like, get the fuck out of here before I call the cops. I don't give a fuck who you are and who you know, you entitled prick. Like I don't have to serve you shit. Get out of the bar. Yeah. Almost called the cops on him just to see, like, if he was driving. And I was like, eh, I'm not a snitch, so I'll just let it go. Hopefully he doesn't fucking drive. I feel like I am the manager is, like, the worst, best thing to drop. It, it kind of is. You have to use it at the exact right time. It's got to be appropriate, you know? But, yeah, it uh, it feels good when somebody thinks that they're going to get their way by talking to the manager. You're like, you're already talking to the manager. You ain't getting shit. It's funny okay. because, like, People have been open for like, I don't know, a week max at this point. Right. And uh, I'm already getting stories rolling in from people. And I'm like, all right. I'm like, I'm trying to not like, like, I know I quoted this the other night. I was fucking watching Major League and it's like, don't celebrate in front of people that just died. So I was like, all right, you 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 shouldn't fucking, like people were talking about like unemployment and like a lot of people still don't fucking have unemployment. Yeah. Right. And like a, a lot of states, like New York, Pennsylvania, Florida, California, fucking clearly have a really fucking broken system. And um, we was like, I was like, hey guys, I want everyone to fucking commune here and like have a good time. And like we, we need to like, yeah, like, it's gonna be okay. But I'm like, fuck, man, don't celebrate in front of people that just died. So like, right. I, had that, I had that moment of like, fuck, I'm getting these stories now. <sighs> There's only like, dude. There's only so much entertainment I can offer. Yeah, right. Working and like, dude, it's been a long fucking eight weeks, and I'm like, I don't know what to do. So I started posting stories. The amount of people commenting other shit that's already happening is just like insane to me. It is. Yeah. It, all the all the Karens can't wait to get back out and start screaming at people. That's it's you, honestly uh, what it is. The entitled pricks cannot 
they're, they've got pent up, you know, entitlement issues for the last eight weeks. And they're going to come spew them on whoever the fuck is in front of them. It's obnoxious. It really is. I mean, so that's why am I angry? Because of Karen. Yeah. Because <laughs> the Karens of the world. Yeah. And, I, you know, for what? Like 8% of the clientele is Karens, maybe 5%, something like that. So, you know, the other people are cool. It's great. It's a fun job. We get to meet new people and laugh. And I've become friends with so many regulars and stuff like that. You know, there's people that I that I reach out to and say happy birthday to that I haven't seen in 10 years, but I used to bartend. You know, like that. those kinds of things are awesome. That's what's great about the job. You know, and I think that's it, though. It's like, hey, do you have a right to complain about those 8% of the people? And it's like, yeah, I do, actually, because kind of <laughs> everyone comes in to me and complains. Why can't I fucking complain? And we can't do it at work. So I was like, we're going to do this thing here. And I had no idea what I was getting into when I did that because I don't like, I don't like, I don't remember how it happened. <laughs> yeah, when you first started the page, when you first oh, dude, started, it was, was going to be a movie. I wrote a script. Yeah. I wrote a fucking <laughs> script, and I was like, no, it's going to be this. And then like Facebook came around, and I was like, well, I guess I'll make a Facebook page. It'll be funny. Yeah. And then like one day something happened, and I was like, what the fuck just happened? And then I was like, all right. I guess we're doing this. Guess we're rolling with it. Yeah, we yeah, were going to ask like, you about that. But like, it was that, it was that, it was that moment of like, fuck, I'm not the only person. Like, it, it was the most, it was the most like, it, it, it was the most like the acceptance of like, holy fuck, I'm not the only person that this pisses off. Right. Yeah, right. you're not alone. Everyone is experiencing it in the service industry. We all. Right types of stories we all have the same types of experiences there's shitty people that go out and there's amazing people that go out and you know you're always going to have that like back and forth between you know whether or not you're going to have a great night behind the bar or you're going to have a, a bad night behind the bar because of those fucking people you know yeah. so when you started angry angry bartender how long ago did you start that like you're the page for according uh, according to facebook it would have been February of 2009 or January wow. of 2009. But, but I can so go to my first, yeah, yeah, but I can go to my first toast. And my first toast isn't actually till 2011. Oh, okay. okay. So, so you like started the page, but not I until. started, never did anything. I, like, again, I don't really, that was a really weird time in my life. Well, that was a weirder time in my life than normal. Right. So, <laughs> um, I don't. I don't really have a. I don't really have like a complete. I like. I don't really know why. Like one day I was like, "Oh, I fucking did this thing on Facebook. Let's get weird." Yeah. And then one day it just like like I, like honestly, I would like to thank Toledo, Ohio. <laughs> Toledo is where it blew up. Toledo is where it blew up. No fucking idea why. Somebody in Toledo. Have to have known someone in my friendship circle that like I was like, hey, like my page, and like yeah. took something and shared it, and then like two hundred people liked it, and then I was like, okay, this is kind of cool, whatever. And then like one day, I remember getting I was outside of walking the dog, and I get a text from my best friend, and he's like, congratulations, and I'm like, huh? And he goes, if you can't afford a tip, then you can't afford to go out. Just shared your post, and I'm like. Oh, damn. What? And then I look. Yeah, yeah. And then I look. And then fucking Facebook's like, you have 1,000 and like 1,100 new likes. And I'm like, 
I didn't even have 11 <laughs> likes. What the fuck just happened? And then it was funny. It was really funny because, like, today they actually posted, and I think they've taken, like, a, 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 an extended break because I've not seen them in a while. And they posted, and I clicked, and I was like, holy fuck. I'm like, I have more fans than they do. This is fucking weird. Yeah, you're like, at almost 500,000 like, people on Facebook are following your page. Yeah, it's so You're like weird, a big like, deal. I don't think so, though. <laughs> but uh, here's like, the thing. Uh, uh, number one, a big no, no, really. People make it like that. Oh, my God. People are like, you don't understand. And I'm like, I, like, I'm like, you're right. I don't understand. Here's the thing. You gave you gave an anonymous space so to what so many of us feel and think. And your page is filled with all kinds of good stuff. It's got funny memes. It's got real, like, in the trenches kind of stories. It's got um, reach out a hand to help somebody, you know, like, pick each other up. Because at the end of the day, we're all family in this industry. You know, bartenders are family. We look out for each other. We go to each other's bars. We spend money with each other. We hang out together. You, I feel like, you know, it's my extended family, all of my restaurant and bar friends and stuff like that. And you created a page that was, you know, just some, some anonymous character, the, the angry bartender, but it gave it a voice to where people really gravitated towards it. People really took it and were like, yeah, dude, I feel the exact same way. I got something to contribute. I've got something. And everybody can kind of throw their little two cents in there. And it makes for a great page. Uh, yeah, I'm a big fan. So. You know, like, I, yeah. re- I really I really do appreciate that. It's just, like, it's weird to me because, like, people people are like, oh, there's, like, like I remember, like, and I, I will do this. People people think that, like, I'm crazy secretive about it, and I am. But I'm not, like, I have to kill you now. Like, I'll stop at a bar. Like, if I, like, and, and it doesn't happen normal. But after enough, like, hey, sharing a story, I find out where someone's from. Mm-hmm. And like maybe randomly, I'll be there on vacation or like driving through, and I'm like, "Hey, I'm gonna stop and get fucking lunch." Have yeah. someone take a picture with me one day, and I'm like, "This is what the fuck are you doing?" <laughs> right. Like, this is so fucking weird to me. Like, I don't like this. Is this? I don't get this. Yeah. That's so like, I I, I signed up to be a bartender. Bruce Leroy behind you. <laughs> you gotta have the glow, man. <laughs> get a background. I just get my bedroom. Damn it! I'm looking down, and I'm like, I'm like, who's the master? Hey, can we uh, can we order a pizza with bean sprouts? Can, can we get a pizza? With... <laughs> Sorry, my bad. I'm fucking, I need, I need you to back me. You're my fucking manservant. I need you to back me up. I need a pizza with bean sprouts. <laughs> Uh, I'm sorry. Anyway, I, no, I told you we were going to make this. No, no, we were going to make this a production tonight, so we're going to roll with it. <laughs> I saw that movie when I was like 10 years old in the theater, and, and <laughs> like I've been a fan ever since. Yeah, showing my age a little bit there, but uh, same, um, same. Always, always loved Bruce Leroy. Uh, catching the, catching wait, the you guys. Brothers? So wait, you guys are like Detroit, right? We yeah. are. We are in Detroit. So fucking the movies. The movies like like that's like your movie. <laughs> Is, that yeah. and RoboCop. RoboCops are. Oh uh, man, there's a few of them. I, uh, <laughs> what is that? That's Peter. Uh, Peter, whatever his name is, RoboCop. I, Peter Weller. Peter yeah, thank Weller. you, Dave. I knew Dave would chime in with that. He's I got randomly a, he's came got across. And, I randomly came across Peter Weller one day in a in a function. <laughs> Let's just leave it random as a function. And I was like, "You shot a dude in the dick," and he was like. <laughs> 
no, best part. He goes, I hear that all the time. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> Amazing. All right. So we were talking about Karen's a, a little while ago. Do you have a story about like your absolute worst customer ever? Just like a nightmare customer. Oh God! What's the what's the nightmare customer? I'm sorry. We're gonna get you angry real quick. We're gonna rank up that anger. <laughs> okay, one pops to mind, so it's probably correct. It was this fucking dude, and like he was like in the way he acted wasn't what made you mad. It was his. <sighs> I'm trying to think the best way to set this up, and I'm so angry about him right now. And I'm like, fuck that fucking guy, man. <laughs> fuck that fucking guy. Um, basically, you could have 40 fucking people at the bar. He'd walk up. But he was there every fucking night, and he needed a deal. And he's also that person that's like, of course he drinks a fucking pitcher of domestic. The pitcher right. could be fucking... Four ounces of beer in it. Like, hey, do you want another? No. Two minutes later, I my fucking picture of beer. And just fucking, it, it welled up to like uh, him, writing, him writing like a nasty note to a waitress on a slip. Oh, and no. Fucking like, dude, listen. Fucking say whatever the fuck you want to me. But I swear to God, if you knock off to one of my coworkers, I will fucking John Wick you so hard. <laughs> Right. right. He, he eventually, he eventually, like, and I'm an asshole, so I am like poking, poking, try, like, what comment do I need to make? Which I wish I didn't do, but I'm that person. Like, where do I have to poke you to really push you over the ledge? And he fucking he gets thrown out. Yeah. He ends up marrying like a, a girl who's with a group of regulars, and they're like, "Hey, can you come back in?" And I'm like, "Ah, uh, uh, man," I'm like. I'm like, I need fucking five minutes to think about life. So I fucking do a couple of laps around the bar. I think about it. And I'm like, all right, against my better judgment, story of my life, I'm going to let him come back in. On that very night, now this was more of a busier bar setting, and people lose their minds all the time on Facebook when people are like, you put a tip jar on the bar? I'm like, asshole. It's not like we had the fucking bucket of money sitting on the bar. It's right. like 20 buckets. It's 20 jars because you're fucking serving someone and moving to the next person because if you wait for him to tip and pay you, you're going to lose two sales. Right. So, like, they put him in the jar, and as you scoop by, you scoop and go. So he dumped his fucking ice water into my tip jar. Uh, it, only had about, it only had about fucking $2 in it. And no, I did not jump the bar. I'm pretty sure it, it gets blurry. It gets blurry as fuck. I'm pretty sure either I sprinted around the bar like fucking Sonic the Hedgehog, <laughs> or I just punched through the bar like Kool-Aid into the fucking wall. And I like literally, people are like, no. And I'm like, no, no, no. Fuck this dude. I'm yeah. like, this dude actually needs to get fucking thrown to the ground. And I'm like, I'm losing. Like, I, I, like, everyone pulls me off. And I'm like, no. And they're like, you're fucking done. And I sit and I'm pacing. I'm just so angry. Like, I don't give about I don't give a fuck about what ignorance card you want to play. You dumped your pitcher of fucking or your, your water into my picture. You know you're not supposed to do that. By standard normal fucking human ideas. Fucking I'm pacing and I'm like, hey, I gotta go to the bathroom. And I fucking leave. And like 20 seconds later, my best friend goes telling me outside. And he goes, I fucking knew it. 
what are you doing? And I'm like, I'm going to go find him by his fucking car. And I'm going to fucking bash his head into the fucking door like seven times. And I'm like, this fucking dude is well past me giving a fuck about getting fired. He disrespects everybody. He did not get fucked up enough as a kid. I'm going to catch up on 45 years of mass meetings. And like, so if you want to know why I'm the angry bartender, I'm like, fuck, man, you hit that switch. I'm like, listen, dude, I am the nicest person you know. Right. I swear to God, if I go over the edge, it's like, what happened? Well, they took a bunch of knives and they just kept stabbing them slowly. I'm like, yeah, I, I was just going to kill this guy. I was like, this guy yeah. Zero to a hundred in about two and a half seconds. And yeah, hey, right. Rightfully <laughs> so. <laughs> he, he deserved it. Like, you know, don't, you so, knew what so he was doing. Here's the best part about that story. Yeah. So about two months later, fucking sitting there, we're actually in the bar doing a fantasy football draft. And I get a phone call from my owner and they're like, Hey, I need you to not laugh. And I'm like, well, fuck the last time you did that. It was a really fucked up thing. And I died last night. I was like, What's up? <laughs> Amazing story though. That's, that's definitely the, the, the biggest nightmare kind of customer is somebody who's just arrogant and asshole and thinks they own the joint and can being disrespectful to me or to my coworkers. I completely agree with you. If you are a dick to me, like oh. I can handle that. But if you're a dick to one of my coworkers or you're making one of my girls right. feel uncomfortable, I'm coming after you. Yeah. Oh, I, I'm going to keep I, about, like, I'm gonna... Yeah. That, that, that's my tipping point. Like, dude, say what you want to me. I hate me way more than you're ever going to hate me. Right. <laughs> I love those people more than I'll ever love me. So I swear right. to God, the one thing you say wrong to them, I'm going to fucking hit you. Don't fuck with them. I kicked the guy out one time. Well, I, I took his beer away from him because he was obviously hammered. He was with a group of people. It was like a Sunday afternoon slow. But he's hitting on this girl and he was being disgusting. He like wasn't even being cool about it, you know. And she was obviously annoyed and she got offended. And so, you know, she's my customer too. And I'm like, ah, this guy's had enough. And so I'm like, he tried to order another beer. And I was like, no, nah, buddy, you're, you're good. Like, you've had enough. You're, you're toasted enough. And he's like, the fuck you mean? And starts getting all rude with me. And I'm like, I'm your bartender. Like, I don't have to serve you shit. So when I say you're cut off, you're cut the fuck off. Right. And so I, I knew immediately I was going to have a problem with him. The bouncer is standing over at the door 15 feet away. So I just raised my hand to him. I was like, yo, Chris. He comes over. He's like, what's up? I'm like, this guy's got to go, man. Like, he's not cool anymore. He's being rude and obnoxious to this lady she's obviously offended said something about it kick him out the owner goes over and talks to the table knows them and lets the guy stay and i'm like yeah it's time to leave this bar like i don't need to work here anymore you know if you're not gonna back me up as the owner when i kick some fucking drunk asshole out fuck you dude sorry that is one of my biggest pet peeves if an owner won't back you up it's like listen reprimand me after everything is done after we get this person out, go ahead and tell me how wrong I was. But when I I'm sitting there and something is happening and I make a decision yeah. back yeah. me, up. I'm not going to kick somebody out for not being a fucking asshole. Right. You know, like obviously I chose for them to be gone because they're doing something that I don't think is appropriate. And I've talked to them about it already. You know, right. cheers in to my, the owners that kidding. do it the, the right way. And screw the owners that don't, you know? Oh, yeah, we'll wait for you, angry. See, like, that, that's my, that, that's also one of mine. I'm like, listen, I, I, I will, I will deal with how we handle this later. Yeah. But 
you have to back me and I have to back you and it sucks. I can yeah. think of one situation ever in 18 plus years where I was like, you're in the wrong. I need you to take a step back. They're not staying, but they're going to have a conversation with me. Mm-hmm. So you need to fucking respect that. And they were yeah. like, no, no. And I'm like, listen, A, this guy's in here all the time. B, it's your brother-in-law who gets in fights all the time, who right. is now the common factor. So I need to figure out what the fuck's going on because you're taking advantage of this. It's like, that's like, and that's again, like I've had times where I thought the server or bartender was in the wrong. Sure. Ah, it happens. And cheers, guys. Cheers. Cheers. Here's to everyone watching. I appreciate you guys being on here. If you have questions for the angry bartender, you can message and I am reading them. So I will uh, obviously be selective and uh, <laughs> get some in there for you. Okay. Cheers, Perfect. Guys. Cheers, Salute. Guys. Thank you. So I do have a question. Have you ever okay. had to train somebody and do you mind training or are you, are you like one of those people that's like, I enjoy teaching someone how to do the arts of bartending. If I ever look you in the face and go, I enjoy teaching someone how to do the arts of bartending, (laughs) I need you to do something. I need three things in a very specific order. The first thing is margarita salt to the eyes. Distract me. I'm not going to know what's going on. Grab my genitals. Squeeze till your hand shakes. Uppercut. End my fucking life because I don't deserve to fucking be behind the bar. Oh, that's um, that's I would rather I would rather train you because every bar is fucking retarded. How, oh God, I just said the retard word. We're not supposed to say that. It's 2020, <laughs> but I'm a. So anyway, we know what you meant. Every every place literally just has like, well, we're gonna do it this way, except we're actually gonna kind of do it that way. Mm-hmm. And I would rather go in and show people the way I would rather it be done. And it get pushed down that way, then like things I hate. Pick your pick your proper fucking battles. Like the the the, the coworker that comes in every single day that has some kind of issue with something. Oh, uh, like, always yo, bitching. Yo, uh, like which always one do bitching. you want? Like yeah, like do you want do you want the fucking lines cut to like you know three quarter inches each? Or do you want, like, which one do you want? Because, you know, it's not going to be perfect. And also, you're not perfect. Like, pick your battles. Um, I would rather just go in and be like, hey, this is what's got to be done. And if you do this, you're not going to get yelled at. And then if you don't get yelled at, I don't get yelled at. And then we're Mm -hmm. all one big happy fucking family. Yeah. So no. So you'd rather be the one to train them. Yeah, instead uh, yeah. of some other dumbass who doesn't care. Well, consistency <laughs> is key. And, you know, there's a lot of people that it's like a manager wants to train someone to bartend, but the bartenders that you end up working with are doing it a different way. So they yell at you for not doing it their way. And then a manager sees you doing that and they yell at you for not doing it their way. And it's like, just choose one person to be the person that trains everyone to train them the way that they fucking do it. And everyone's on the same fucking page. You know, there's no reason for it to be like, this like trickle down of who's doing what and how they do it. Let's just all do it the same way. You know? Agreed. Nice. Uh, like I'm currently lucky because like, we don't let people like you don't walk in, you don't walk in off the street and work where I work now. Right. It's yeah. like, we have to go through the jury of peers first. Like, Hey, yeah. I might hire this person. What do you guys like, think? Uh, what do we think? 
Yeah. Right. And okay, it's a good so, situation to be in, but it really but, is. Oh, I was gonna say, um, Kimberly wants to know: Would you ever like to own your own bar? It's a good I question. We tried to. I I actually tried to open a bar. Um, yeah. Goddamn. What year are we in? Twenty twenty. Probably about ten years ago. And uh, I've done every single goddamn role possible. Uh, no, I don't think I would ever, ever, <laughs> ever, 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 ever want to own a bar, ever. Um, You're good. I have a really good owner, and he is very fortunate in a lot of ways, but he's also very smart. He is in a phenomenal situation, and the amount of effort and stress he goes through for it is something people like people never understand that oh four dollars for a fucking Bud Light bottle you make like three dollars off a bottle I'm like a no you don't b everything costs money you see every fucking thing you see here costs money the happiest I ever was was having zero responsibility working at two different bars that were two very different styles so you were never burned out on one or the other. And I had no responsibility. I walked in, I gave, I, I got my bank. I counted my bank. It was cool. I did my fucking thing. Whether it was hurting cats and getting as many drinks out as possible or kissing your ass on a Sunday fucking morning and getting as much money out of you as possible. Uh-huh. It was my thing and no one ever overwhelmed me. And yeah, I was working like 60 hours a week. But I was making the most maximum amount of money at that point and gave zero fucks about anything. I couldn't imagine having like a night where it's like, oh, we did fucking $20,000 in sales, which I know is to a place, you know, to some places is like, what? That's crazy. You can't do that. And to some places is like, yeah, we do that in like fucking 45 minutes. Yep. Couldn't imagine just for a number to be like, oh, I did twenty thousand dollars in sales tonight. Oh fuck, my AC unit went out, and one of my one of my coolers. I lost four thousand dollars. My bartenders made eight hundred dollars, yeah. and I lost four thousand dollars today. Right. Like, or, like, or the sewer backed up and the basement like, flooded. You know, and now my bar back's got to go down I, and fucking uh, swamp it out. <laughs> I have a buddy that owns a. Uh, I have a buddy that owns a bar, a, a small bar in um. We'll keep this. We'll keep this innocuous, but it's a smaller bar in a state that still doesn't just hand out liquor licenses like your candy to kids in a van. It's like, oh, this county only has ten liquor licenses, so basically, someone has to fucking die or yeah. want to sell a building. Thank you to uh, get you know to get like a liquor license. So he's like, yeah, if my kids don't want the bar. Fucking cool. I'll sell the ground, the Buffalo Wild Wings, and they can just demolish my building, and then they can buy the liquor license off my kids for fucking $2 million. Right. He is going through fucking hell right now with all this. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I he's feel for working, any bar owners right now. Yeah, he's working through um, he's working through all that. He's, he's working the whole time. So he's in a state that's still not... um. Sorry, still not open yet. Fuck. <clears throat> nah, um, still not open yet. So he's working in a state where you can't even buy liquor. I felt oh, like geez. a bootlegger and sent a, I sent a couple bottles out. 
And he's just been sending <laughs> pictures every night of him drinking. And I'm like, fucking man, do your thing. And he's just like, I don't know how much longer I can. Like, people think the coolest thing about a real restaurant owner that works, that like works and comes in every day and fucking does their thing. And there are going to be club owners and restaurant owners and bar owners that like hit the right spot and can hire someone and sit at home and make money. Must yeah. be fucking nice. The coolest yeah. thing about restaurant owners that go in every day and fucking do their thing and work and work and work. It's like dealing with someone who works paycheck to paycheck or shift to shift. Cause they're like, man, you don't know what this is like. And this fucking dude is there killing himself. It's like, he gave me a, uh, he was like, yeah. So when, when it all went down, I sold all my drafts at $5 a gallon or $5 a half gallon, $5 a gallon. And people were like, oh, you should do this all the time. And he's like, oh, I should take a fucking 70% loss all the time. Right. Really good business model. Like, come on, people. Like, yeah. people, people think yeah, no, people just only to see, yeah. Yeah, like people, people, it's not like I grabbed a flower out of the field and that flower was free. And now I sold it to you for $2. You made $2. It's like, no, right. no. I bought a bottle of Bud Light for fucking 98 cents and I sold it to you for $4. But that whole process cost me $2.86. I made it 42 cents. So now, short answer, I don't think I would ever want to open a bar again ever. Yeah. It just, it's, it's too much. Um, so Emily wants to know, uh, would you ever, or have you ever worked for a corporate place like a hotel or a chain restaurant? Um, no, I have never. Oh, you lucky bunny. (laughs) Yeah. You lucky bunny. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man. Cause I've Um, worked at a few of them and it is uh, hell on earth. I, I have been, I have been fortunate to like have owners that yeah. literally are like, yeah, let them let them do what they want, kind of. Yeah. To like, I've been really lucky. No, I don't like. I don't think I could because, like, it's the awful. Coolest thing about bar- <laughs> well, it's not even that. Like, like the coolest thing about bartending, I feel like, is some people can like. A friend of mine was like, "God, you could do fine dining because they're like, this is funny. Everyone's like, oh, you're so angry.'" I have people that are like, oh my God, you're so polite. And I'm like, yes, my initial service, if I don't know you, is extremely polite. But I say fuck a lot. I don't think I would make it at each Chris. No. Um, would I never work at a chain? I don't know. Um, situations, man. It was yeah. very difficult for me to go on unemployment during this whole thing uh, because I don't, I don't do this. Like, I, I grew up really poor and like one of my things was I'm never going to do that again. So I had savings, but also the counterpoint was like, well, the government did this and you should get the money. And I'm like, that's a pretty fair counterpoint. So you've been paying into the system this entire time. It's your money. Like all you're well, doing is just getting it back. So you shouldn't feel bad about being on. Yeah, so I don't. Well, like anybody, I like any it. bartender, anybody that works oh, in the industry, they shouldn't agreed, feel bad about being agreed. unemployment. Like, like going back to bar owners, the worst I felt, I walked into a, uh, I walked into a grocery store the other night and saw a friend of mine stocking, or I don't know if you stocking shelves, not that it's direct. I hate that. Like you're stocking shelves at a grocery store. Like fucking it's whatever. He might've been like managing, like he might've known the guy that runs the grocery store and fucking been helping, but he was there working. And I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? And he's like, I own the business, so I can't get unemployment. And I'm right. like, oh, and he's like, I got kids. 
So yeah. I got to fucking do something. And I'm like, yo, I'm like this, like, and again, would you own a bar? No, dude. I'm like, people, people look at it. Like if you, if you own any business, people act like you are immune to fucking everything that money fixes. You're right. automatically yeah, a millionaire. <clears throat> making money. Well, no. best. But the best way to own a bar is to be a like multimillionaire first and then be <laughs> like, oh yeah, so I own a bar and like all my friends just come and hang out. We all drink for free. And, and like, if it fails, I don't care because I've got If your bar can shut really down good, you know? for two years and it'd be fine because you still have <laughs> yeah. the money to pay it They're and like, it's comfortable. I don't need the money. Start the bar. From this bar. <laughs> yeah. I, I own it because, you know, I like to buy drinks for pretty girls. Right. <laughs> like, that's, that's why I bought a bar. That's the only time it's a great thing to own a bar. But I've worked for owners like you too, Angry, where it's like <laughs> uh, a bartender slash server uh, and his buddy mortgage their houses and buy their drink <laughs> place and hire a chef, you know, and they put their blood, sweat, and tears into it and they handpick the staff and everybody is great. And they like, they, they throw you parties and they like take you to the ball game and they're just, you know, you get family meal every night and a shift drink and stuff. They break their back right alongside you because they care about it. And I will work. I'm always a hard worker, but I will work 10 times harder for somebody like that. You know, I'm like, I want your business to succeed too. I definitely do. Yeah, we got, I think we we definitely have time for one more shot. I've got just a little baby one over here. That's all right. We only got about 10 minutes left. Or we could do my crystal head. Here, I'll do my better. I mean, like, I agree. It's just like, to the owners that break their backs. It's just really difficult to to like, no, I agree with you though. If I ever like hit the lotto and won ten million dollars, would I dump a million dollars into a bar? Fuck yeah! Sure, yeah, absolutely. So and play your music and have your friends hanging out all no, the time. No, no, I would just do the thing. I like I know how to do the thing, but it's hard right. to do the thing without money. It's like it um, everyone hates bar rescue. Everyone because because it's fake as fuck. And if you think yeah. it's real, talk to me outside. Right. <laughs> <laughs> fuck well, you, John Tappard. <laughs> oh man one lady one night was like can i get a water and i'm like sure she goes john taffer says you should hydrate and i go ma'am that's the only thing you should listen to that john taffer has ever said ever said <laughs> like, ever said um i actually used to watch uh it was called restaurant impossible i remember watching that it was robert irvine who was basically food network's answer to uh who is the angry british chef who's my oh. who's my british chef Gordon Ramsay. Gordon Ramsay. Gordon Ramsay. Yeah. So Food Network went and was like, oh, we're going to get a guy that's British, but he's jacked and he's not going to curse. And like, that's his big thing. He's like, we don't curse in my bloody kitchen. <laughs> and he's like, <laughs> the guy, like, the guy's fantastic. Like he, like, he gets the gimmick. He's like, I have a personality and we're going to fucking do it. He used to do this thing where like, you have 45 minutes to cook for 600 people. And just like, so he did a thing and then he graduated to like, being Gordon Ramsay and rescuing restaurants. One day he did, and obviously it's all staged, but one day he was like, people think that you just put money into a restaurant and then you take all this money out. And he's like, it's not the way it works. The way it works is you put all this money in and at the end of it all, you really hope there's money to take out and you're not fucked. He didn't say fucked, but it was like, I'm like, that's the problem with bar owners, man. Like it's impossible. Yeah. 
Every time that you make any kind of money, something breaks anyway. So it's like you dump all that money back into your bar. It's like a, it's a money pit. It's just a constant rotating. Something is breaking 100% of the time. Right. You know? Right. Right. For sure. For sure. Unless you yeah. have the money to like go in and right off the rip, redo everything. And even then you're taking a risk because like you dump in your entire life savings, you don't necessarily get your life savings back, you know? Yeah. Well, and then if you're a hands-on owner, you've got to deal with like waitresses calling off and one of them gets pregnant and she's crying because her boyfriend broke up with her. And then you've got a bartender that comes in and he's hungover and he feels like shit. He doesn't want to be there. And you're like dealing with all these things. Yeah, it's I can see it's kind of a nightmare. It's, a, yeah. it's definitely a rich man's game. Why there's so many millions of new bars the last few years, the market is saturated too. So you're competing with everybody. But Well, I, I mean, I, I hate this, but coronavirus is probably going to take care of a lot of that. It really is. It's going it's the, to wipe it's the only out bonus. The, it's the only fucking bonus. Yeah, you got to look at the silver lining in it. All right, we got another question for you here, real quick. You ever hook up at work? You ever, uh, you know, play a little hide, you know, hide the salami in the, in the beer cooler? Uh, <laughs> it happens. It does. <laughs> it's it's kind of an obvious question. It's the nature of our work. Like you know, we're in it for the the quick cash and the, the easy lays, right? <laughs> I don't blame me. I blame the bottle of tequila. <laughs> uh, we actually have a quite a surprising amount of people asking why won't you show your face? So I'm sure uh, planetary, but okay. Let's see. One, leave me alone. I know, yep. it's yeah, right? <laughs> like, listen, listen, listen. Again, this is where you were like, "Oh my god, there's so many people that fan your page, and it's a big deal." I'm like, I don't think it's a big deal, but the amount of people that like make it a big deal. Make me actually yeah. feel bad for celebrities that are like, I want to go eat fucking lunch. I would never want to fucking go eat lunch and have someone like bother me. Yeah. That's you know, Slim Shady, um, man. Like, you know, Eminem's like, I'm just trying to have lunch with my daughter. Leave me alone. You know? I would assume I that a lot person. of that, Angry, I would assume that a lot of that has to do with not even necessarily people recognizing you, but like you can be judged at your workplace based off of the things that you post. And if you something that they didn't agree with it would be ground yeah. for them to fire you oh, yeah. so I mean, remaining anonymous makes complete sense to me and i hope that absolutely. everyone else understands a little bit more why that's important to um you. i would be super unhirable i would yeah. get fired <laughs> even, even if i was even if i was exemplary i'd be fucking fired immediately on the spot yeah um also people ha- like people are like i don't get it it's fucking crazy let's keep watching people fucking dig it yeah like there's a also true. oh god i don't want to fight random people in the street yeah i'm pretty sure every yeah. mma bro would be like i want to fight that guy because he's on fucking the internet like yeah. what that the angry bartender i'm, I'm gonna shoot right like now i have yeah. to shoot you because smart, i have a fucking well because i have hey, a listen, fucking I got a little solidarity going on with you i'm putting the mask on to you everybody knows who i am already nobody knows who the fuck i am we don't We're have with you angry <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm Bruce Leroy's right hand man. That's who I. Yeah. Am. <laughs> so I mean, like, there's several reasons, man. Like, fucking. Yeah. You know. No, it's I very smart. It. It's very smart. We are. Uh, we we applaud you. You've done it the right way. <laughs> Angry bartender knows what's up. <laughs> like, I don't need fame and fortune. Like, fortune, yeah, but yeah, I, I mean, don't fortune fame. be great. Fucking fortune fame, be awesome, God. but you Dude, need fame. Fame. fame is fucking it's a bunch of bullshit. Fame. <laughs> it's a bunch I, of bullshit. I'm gonna get weird and quote fucking Harry Potter. Fame is right. a fickle friend, Harry. Yeah. No one wants fame. 
There you have it. <laughs> Everyone thinks they want fame. And the next thing you know, you're on OnlyFans only that your fucking clitoris hanging out. That's awkward. You don't want that. No one wants to see my clitoris. Shit. Oh, my God. <laughs> I don't think anybody wants to see my clitoris either. <laughs> it's not pretty uh, let's all, give the, the all the years of abuse. Under, let's give the anger bartender a minute to plug himself. Tell us where people can find you, where they can find all of your stuff. Um... Uh, Facebook, the angry bartender is the biggest one. Uh, Instagram is getting bigger. I'm doing the Twitter thing. Twitter's hard. Twitter is weird <laughs> yeah. to me because everything everyone sends me is very, is either a fucking picture or a story. And like stories can't fit into, you know, 300 characters, whatever Twitter does now. But, um, I am the angry bartender on Facebook. I am the angry bartender on Twitter Instagram and Snapchat that I never use because if you can't see my face, it's really hard to do Snapchat right. and it makes no what's sense. What's the point? Um, do snaps of your butt. Totally oh God, snaps a, of your butt. Well, That's what everybody funny wants enough, to see. Actually, funny enough, I always, I always, I, I've not done it yet, but I always wanted to do a thing in August to raise for a charity called Mooning for Mork because August is when Robin Williams hung himself. And oh, I, thought I like really, that. I thought it'd be really funny to do like, like hashtag Mooning for Mork and figure out some people to like donate to it. And I'm like, God, we can all literally show our asses. And honestly, angry bartender, <laughs> if you want to do that, get with us. We'll help you set that yeah, up. Let us know. We'll, we'll, we'll help August. out with that. I hey, have listen, been meaning. I have wanted the moon for Mork for like six years now. Rob, well, like, and I've, like, I've got a great. Rob, Robin okay, Williams was like the worst thing ever. Like when that happened, I was like, it really sucked. Super sad. But I, we we know people I, like I know people who who work with different suicide programs and stuff like that. We could donate the money to them. I think we've got a awesome bunch of them. Cause. I think this is the first of many conversations we're going to have. I think we're going to yeah. I think we're going to have you back on the show if you will I mean, join like, us again. We would. If love you guys if you guys are going to do Mondays, I like Mondays. We yeah, like Mondays we love Mondays. <laughs> come on again. Come back and be with us. Spend some time with us. We can get your fans involved. I like it. And ask some questions <laughs> and stuff. This has been fantastic. I think we need another shot to send us off. Uh, here. One more shot. You guys one couldn't see. You guys to... couldn't see. I just the worst thing. I just took more... a shot out with my elbow. I didn't know he was. Going. Oh it's no! Okay. <laughs> one more for it's the all, road. It's all over me. I have got to get a more, a more uh, acceptable mask for me to see shit. Sorry, right. we're bartenders. Just a little spilled alcohol. We're used oh, to it, you fair. know. Spilled here, I'll, I'll join you for this final one. Thank you so much for being <laughs> bartender. Dave came in for a last minute shot. Yay! Cheers, Dave. Cheers, guys. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for watching tonight, and uh, we'll see you next week. Bye.